Welcome to Creative Income, a podcast that focuses on making a living in the creative space. Whether you're an actor, filmmaker, musician, painter, or anything that doesn't fit the nine to five mold, there is value for you here. I'm Lars Lindstrom. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Creative Income. Lars Lindstrom here, and I am happy to have you. You know, I, I actually took the last week off. Um, I just, I've been doing this commercial that I produced, directed, shot, provided craft services for, and just was editing. Also, my wife went out of town for five days, so I was with the two girls. I won't say babysitting because that's offensive. I will say I was fathering. I was fathering my two children because that is what I do. I am a father. I'm not a babysitter. Um, I made that mistake once. I will never make it again. Uh, so how are we doing, everybody? I It's been an insane week, uh, two weeks, actually. Just um, I've been on shoots that I wasn't a producer or director on. Um, I did this really fun shoot that I mentioned in the podcast um, uh, for an app company and uh, actually got to work with Cole Walliser. Um, he was he was the he's the Glambot director. Um, he was on the podcast very early on, I think probably episode 12 or something like that. But um, so um, he brought me on to that and it was a really great experience. And we got some really cool things and uh, it was a pretty easy job, actually. But um, then I was I, I directed these five commercials for this campaign that I'm finishing up right now. And I'm really happy with them. They're they're absolutely hysterical. I think once I'm done, I'll post them on my um my Instagram, on the Creative Income Podcast Instagram page, so you can check that out. Uh, what else is new? Facebook. Oh yeah, I started that Facebook group that I said I was going to do, um, and it's super fun. Like actually, people are like like jumping on and responding to things and helping other people out, and it's a really cool community. So that's Creative Income. It's a Facebook group. Um, definitely go check it out. And if you have any questions, you can post them. It's a public group for now. Um, and there's quite a wealth of knowledge actually from different people that are jumping on. I really appreciate, uh, you guys for doing that. Um, anyway, this is Chris, Chris Walters. It's our, our story's funny. We talk about it. Um, but I actually rented his stage that he just started, um, to, for those commercials that I was uh, producing and, um, and it was awesome, really awesome stage, great experience. And, um, so I said, as I was, you know, shooting these things, you should be, I think maybe he he probably said it actually. He was like, let me be a guest on your podcast. Absolutely. Why haven't I thought about that before? So, um, he's a gaffer. Um, for those that don't know, that's, uh, uh, you're in charge of the lighting and lighting crew on on a film set. And, um, he's also got some other really interesting business ventures. So I think we're gonna enjoy it. Let's do it. Chris Walters, thanks so much for jumping on, man. I appreciate of you. Of course, of course. And, and for me. the uh, for the like five subscribers on my YouTube page, you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, six, I, you really. Sh- oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, you really should check this out, man. You're you're yeah. at your stage right now, which I just yeah. uh, finished shooting a commercial ad actually. Yes. And you um, you've got your your what is it 15, 15 Astera tubes in the uh, ceiling? Yes. There. Yeah. Here, I got to tilt this up just a little bit. Yeah. There, there it is. you go. There little soft go. box but yeah. built in. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely. No, that's <laughs> they're in party yeah. mode. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put a little gag in there. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Cool. So, so yeah. So tell us, tell us a a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you come from, and and we'll just jump right in it. All right. Well, I'm Chris Walters. Uh, I'm a chief lighting technician or gaffer or whatever you want to call it. Um, Been doing it since I was 18. I'll give away my age now. I'm 34. Um, So good, uh, good amount of time. And um, I got lucky that I grew up. or I dated a girl in high school whose dad was a gaffer. And so that's kind of how I got into it, how I got started. And, and, um, been doing it ever since. 
I love it. You know, there's, there's actually quite a few people that uh, listen to the podcast that aren't in the film industry. Would you mind sure. just explaining what a gaffer does? Oh, absolutely. A lighting technician, just um, very briefly. Yeah. So all this lighting behind you, basically. The, the gaffer's in charge of the lighting. He's in charge of the crew, uh, the electricians. Um, and he works underneath the DP, who works under the director. And uh, we try and put the, the lights in the right places to use the right lights, because um, there's a million different lights, as you're as you probably are aware of, and, and that's choosing the right ones for the job. And to tell, it used to basically be trying to tell a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. probably when you started, it wasn't that way. It was like, no. well, do you want to do tungsten yeah. or do you want to do HMI? Like, yeah. are, we doing, are we doing 3200 or 56? Yeah. Like, and there's yeah, not we, really we got lucky if we got Kinos. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we had to change and those now, tubes out. And yeah. Then, now there's that funny meme. Have you seen that meme where it's like the grandma, like, being helped? Oh, yeah. Up the, like, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, sure, grandma. She's yeah. like, back we in my day. We had to change the tubes. <laughs> we had to change the Kino tubes. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm getting your home. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just lost about half my audience just now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Just going, what the hell are yeah. they talking about? Well, it but, is um, It is a good way yeah, to go make income. And this, that's what this is all about is creative income. So that's that's right. So talk to me yeah. about the early beginnings then. So you're 18. Yeah. Um, you, you were dating a girl <clears throat> that uh, her dad was a gaffer. So you mm-hmm. kind of had an in or at least a, a window view of yeah, the film I, industry. I got yeah, I got a little firsthand view of it. And I, I at 18 years old and you're making 150 bucks, which is a lot of money back in the day, um, <laughs> especially at that age. Um, it was amazing. And you get fed well. And, and I, he took me on a Dr. Phil shoot. And like to see that, like to see – Here's this, the TV guy, the guy who's on TV. Um, it, was, it was amazing. So I was hooked right away. And then um, I, I basically uh, decided, okay, I'm going to go buy some gear. I don't, so I bought like Kino Flows, of course, the first thing. And then I got basic grip package, which is you know, a couple C-stands, basic little things. And I had a little pickup truck and I put it in the pickup truck. And I remember having to unload it every night because, of course, mm-hmm. you don't leave your stuff out. And, um, yeah, that was the very beginning. And then it's it's turned to huge trucks and multiple vans and uh, now this the stage so it's just kind of exponentially grown uh and, and it was a nice springboard to kind of bounce me off to other um uh investments other ways mm-hmm. to make income because this, this is a way to um, not only use my services as a lighting guy um as a gaffer but i also bring gear so i get a little little side hustle a little extra money on that on that end yeah. Then, well, thanks so much for being on the yeah. podcast, man. We appreciate your oh, time. Of course, absolutely. And uh, absolutely. we'll just—you pretty much just uh, finished everything. You bought gear, and you and your life is great. So, good night. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, come back to you later. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. There, there was. I mean, you you dropped money. I mean, I I, I got really lucky that uh, my parents put me on their credit card, so I had a I had good credit for a long time, and so I'm like, okay, well, here we go, and I, I just jumped, and I jumped into the credit card game, and. Um, and I've, wow. So, uh, so at 18 or 19 or 20, mm-hmm. when you started buying equipment, let me ask you this. Did you buy yeah. equipment new then? Cause you were using credit cards and, uh, and uh, both, have both. you, okay. Both news and mm-hmm. used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your thought on that? Buying, buying equipment used versus new. Uh, new versus used. That's a good question. Um, I see a lot of you stuff and I, I think presentation matters to certain people and it doesn't to other people. So when you get the new shiny, um, clean gear it's like oh okay this this is nice i like working with this i don't feel like i'm it's been through the la gutters and i have to worry about catching something mm-hmm. um but then again it's like a c-stand's a c-stand and a stand is a stand like for those sure. who don't, and like a yeah. flag as long as it does its job it should be fine 
course, granted, there's some people who who want to impress, and a lot of like photo world, especially they they want to impress. They want to, yeah, any, look anything nice. fashion, it, it, like, fashion has to look really yeah, clean, hundred yeah. percent, and and with good reason too. Like you also want it to function and work. There's plenty of times where you get a used in and the the riser doesn't is stuck or like it mm. something is wrong with it. So there there is a a couple of reasons you want to go new. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about some of the early uh, successes and failures of being in the film industry, then it's starting to buy your equipment. Yeah. So um, I went to Cal State Northridge, uh, went to film school there. Um, mm-hmm. So that was an exciting adventure for the first two years. And I realized, why don't I just start working? Like there's no, like theory is great. Like to understand the process and the theory is, is a wonderful thing. And to have the degree is great. I'm glad I went. But I, I wish I just went and worked. Um, and I was, I was getting union days, which you, uh, did not tell a long story. You need a certain amount of days to get into the union. And so I was getting a lot of those days early and I, um, uh, kind of fell away from it. I had, or I had my connection decided to go to business school instead. And so I lost those, that connection of the, the union days. So I'm like, okay, well I need to figure out my own way of getting there. So yeah. I decided to buy gear at that point. I was like, okay. This is the time to buy gear. I, I have I have connections to different producers. I want to shoot stuff, and I also at the time wanted to shoot, uh, be a director of photography, um, and and so I bought the gear and I just started working. And you you take the lower rates when you first start out. You just got to work your way into it, and it's building connections and making those bridges that lead to the bigger and better, more profitable ventures. Uh, talk to me at first was, was equipment, let's say you're starting out, you, you have mm-hmm. got a couple of Kino flows and some C stands mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. Um, was that just a way to generate additional income or was it a way to get your foot in the door with new clients? Mm, good question. I would say both. I'd say both yeah, because it, it, too. it's definitely, yeah. um, it did, is additional income because you, whatever you're making for your services as a laborer, um, it costs that you, you can only make so much, but you have, Oh, I have all this gear. It's like, okay, well we were going to rent that from somewhere else. So now we can just rent mm-hmm. it from you and you can yeah. give us a good deal on it. Yeah. And some, and sometimes it's the opposite, right? Where it's just like, this is our rate. Like we yeah. know that you have equipment. Like we know mm-hmm. we're not basically renting any gear, but will you come like it's a new producer or whatever? Yeah, just like exactly. Trying, just trying to get experience and just like right. meet new people. And that, and that's the thing is that you may not be getting cash, but you're getting, I hate the word exposure, but you're getting exposure. You're getting, you're getting <laughs> meal, people to meal know credit you. And, uh, meal credit and meals. Meals. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Craigslist. Craigslist. That's Ooh. another. Oh yeah. So a lot yeah. of memories coming back on that one. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, yeah, so you, you get the connections and that's sometimes that's more valuable than the actual money that you were getting because yeah. it just leads to even more. I agree with that. So what's the Craigslist of today? If someone were to like the just find like a, just a garbage job, what would, oh. where would they find it? You know, is it, and I, is it still Craigslist? <laughs> I, I can't really tell you because a lot of my, I don't want to do my own horn, but a lot of my stuff is word of mouth these days. Uh-huh. I mean, there's obviously uh, ShareGrid. Is, I wouldn't say it's equivalent of Craigslist, but it's kind of like you can put your gear up there. I, I almost yeah. want to say Facebook. Facebook I think really, so. I think that's it. Facebook yeah. and, and, and Instagram have mm-hmm. really become the, hey, look at my stuff. All right, I need a job. I need this guy. I need a uh, crew. And it's yeah. it's been really easy because you have groups set up to to post to. And my buddy Rob, like every, like all his stories are constantly full of like mm-hmm. looking for like a, you know, grip, looking for an SLT, yeah. looking for yeah. a whatever. And yeah. uh, here's the rate, here's the hours, yep. like, and, Come at and, me then, and, you get, and then like, you and then like 30 minutes later, always it's like booked. Thanks guys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know I mean? it's the fastest way to, it's like the yeah. fast rating of indeed, I guess, of just getting yeah. those job applications. 
Oh, so, so talk. Do you think that there's value in uh, taking garbage gigs when you're starting out? When you're starting, oh, 100%. Because you, yeah. you never know what that connection is. It, it may be, and, and you hear it all the time. It's like, oh, I promise the next one will be better. Like you mm-hmm. hear it all the time. And, but there were some that actually yeah. turned out really, really well. And, <laughs> and the relationship has thrived for years now. So it's I've worth, talked it's several worth times the about the, on, on this podcast about um, drawing a direct line to mm-hmm. like a couple of Craigslist ads that then yeah. led to essentially a career in, in the film industry. Yeah. And, um, and I, so you never I, know who I, you're I think dealing with really. You, you don't. And, and I would say probably 80% of the time it led to nothing. Right. And I, yeah. I wasn't sure. able to, you know, there was no contact valuable enough for me to hold on right. to or yeah. nothing materialized from it. But that 20%, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that can be really yeah, important when you're first starting out. Absolutely. And if nothing so, else, so you get a material and you get something on your resume, even if nobody yeah. ever sees it. Yeah. So, so talk to me about how you were able to um, find new clients, how you were able to grow your business and then uh, acquire more equipment, what that looked like for you. Yeah. Were you going into debt? Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about some of those, those yeah. financial and business things. I think debt is a very useful tool if you can mm-hmm. manage it well. And that's, yeah. that's the key is, is, is managing well. Um, and I think the getting new clients, it's real. it's my favorite is word of mouth. I mean, it's, it definitely is the best way to do it. Um, you go on every set and you, you're, you're on time, you're humble, you do, you do a good job and, and people want to work with you. And so that energy, that charisma, um, your gear works, like things, things are, people are getting hurt because of your stuff. Like that's, that's what it what matters. Um, I'm even just, uh, a friend of a friend of a friend like that. You never, you never know who's like, Oh, my, my cousin's shooting this music video. Can you come help? Or, you know, or can you rent them the gear or whatever it is? Um, that's kind of how it grows. I mean, obviously there's the website, the websites are important. I, I hate to date myself, but of course, like I just kind of got on Instagram, especially for the stage. Oh. And I'm like, Oh, I've missed out on a lot of opportunity just yeah, of self-promotion totally. and being, being in people's heads, being like, mm-hmm. Hey, Oh, this guy just posted this. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I should call him up because I need I need X Y Z. Yeah, it's so funny. I one of my one of my gaffers that I worked with, um, mm-hmm. you know, he I was looking for a gaffer for one of my films, one of my TV movies, and because mm-hmm. my go to wasn't available, and um, so I just went on Facebook first, and I was like, hey, I'm looking for a gaffer. Mm-hmm. Here's the rate. Here's the dates. Yeah, and got a lot of responses, a lot of replies, but it was like making me nervous. I was like, I don't know these people like know. so i was like mm-hmm. send me send me something and i start like they started sending resumes or imdb links and that doesn't prove anything to me no no you know i've had really some terrible like, films that were on imdb that i'm like oh i kind of delete well, well it's like and i can't i can't get a sense for your workmanship or right. your ability yeah. to light or whatever it's like yeah I, you know it's like so so what i ended up doing was i just said uh send me a link to your instagrams and um and i and i found this guy heath mm-hmm. uh my gaffer at the time and and his mm-hmm. instagram was like awesome it was full yeah. of like bts stuff with like actual right. screen grabs from the, yeah. the you know the content and i'm just going yeah like this looks incredible Proof like, this guy you, you know what light, you're blah. doing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that, that's, what that's and that's how i booked them you know so i, I think I that there is a, a tremendous value in, in keeping up with that stuff so i'm yeah. so happy for you yeah. and your stage and it's on instagram and people what's what's yes. uh what should people follow if they're, if they're uh, looking, it's illuminated like, stages mm. so illuminated underscore stages okay and uh litpathpro.com yeah. and, it sure, and, it, and it is illuminated stages look at it, look at it right it's now quite if you're illuminated yes yeah yes, exactly so i, should, I, I wish you... i had my, my ipad i could change the effects here <laughs> yeah right 
I met you on Facebook and I've actually, I, I knew I've known you for like three years without yes, having ever story. met you. Yeah. And, and I was, I met you because I was looking for a place to park my vans at the time. Yep. And, um, and my, I was losing my spot at Desmond's and I mm-hmm. was looking for a spot. So, and, and you had responded. You're like, Hey, I've got this space next to mine available. Yeah. Um, so I was like, great. Like, I'll come check it out. And you're like, great, I'll meet you at the gate. And, yeah. and then like, as I'm driving over, you're like, hey, I can't come, but here's the gate code. Go check it out. And I did. And I was like, this is perfect. This is going to work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I rented that space from you for a year, at least. Um, yeah, around there. Yeah. Yeah, a year. And then I ended up seeing that you posted some walkie-talkies for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought those walkie-talkies. And you, yeah. it was supposed to, I was supposed to meet you at the storage unit or whatever. And yeah. you're like, I can't make it. Here's the code. Can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Just go get so years go by. So three years, I've like three rented years. your space. I've purchased your gear. I've mm-hmm. rented your gear. We've communicated yeah. solely on Facebook Messenger. I don't even think I have your phone number for crying yeah. out loud. Chris. <laughs> um, and and lots of business transactions, lots of yeah. money flowing back and forth. Right. And I never met you until last week. Not in person. Which is insane, insane to me. Yeah. Insane. And you're like yeah. a good friend. No, it's like it's this weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, that's how, that's how it works. It's like, it, it's super small world, but sometimes we just kind of revolve around each other. And, and that unfortunately social media, good and bad, it, it's one of those things that can be really good if you know how to, how to work it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, so talk to me about um, what you've been able to do then with your, like our, with your trucks, uh, with mm-hmm. your equipment, are you renting out to other people or are you just bringing them yeah. on to your own shows? Uh, what does that business look like and, and how are you generating income? My my, there's so many different business models, even within the entertainment industry and and yes. crypto electric. So um, I'm not big enough to be a full rental house, nor do I really want to be, because that mm-hmm. employees and all everything that comes with employees. So there's a whole um, mess of regard that in regards to that. Um, so what I basically do is a lot of my jobs. I do both. I rent out gear to shoots that want to rent the whole package or rent individual lights or whatever it be. Or I go out on a job with my gear. Um, I, I I don't have twenty of everything, or you know, all of the all eight, every single HMI or LED or tungsten. Yeah. You know, that's I'll leave that to. We're, we're going to need houses. twenty sky panels and a yeah, and a forty by not, softbox. You can you yeah. can do that, right? And you, yeah. it needs to be on a quarter day week. Quarter that's right. Yes, know, of course. Price wise, um, so <laughs> inexpensive, cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's not really my thing. There's there's other companies uh-huh. that that's their business model, and so my biggest thing is service. Like I that's that's I think why I'm so successful is that mm. um, I'm I, uh, I people are always saying I'm smiling too much on set, but I'm I'm just super happy to be there. I'm super happy to be working. Like it, it is, <laughs> and it's it's sad. It's my second family, but it's kind of I spend more time with my second family than than my two kids and and their mom. It's like it's amazing. Uh, mm. We're there for what mm. 13, 14 hour days. Hopefully and that's longer, amazing hopefully for not longer. And it's not, well, sounds weird that, that that's amazing, but I enjoy yeah. being with and, and working with people and, and, you know, the camaraderie that, that happens on set. That's it's, it is family. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I really enjoy it. And I, I love being there and, and being irritated and miserable uh, any, at any time is it, <laughs> why do that? So why do that? Yeah. Talk to me. I mean, you, you kind of uh, jumped in, so I'm going to ask you about it. Talk to me about mm. the work-life balance. Um, that's something yeah. that I, that I do hear quite a bit. Cause I've got two children and a wife of mm-hmm. my own and, and, um, and I live in Glendora, which isn't super close to Los Angeles. Ah, so there's some now. commute involved. And, um, and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm curious your perspective on, um, how do you how do you navigate time with children? How do you in yeah, Los Angeles? Talk to me about that. 
that's super tough. It re- it really is super tough. And that's actually there's a whole fight right now with with I won't get too deep into it, but with the unions, people want family time. They've they've recognized I want a life. I want life outside of this. So trying to balance that has been very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still difficult to this day because it's not like we have a nine to five where we just show up Monday through Friday and go, okay, I'm going to work. See you for dinner. It's, I don't know when I'm working. I might get booked tomorrow. Like I just got a text to work at 6am tomorrow. Dude, so I, I, it same, I, like two hours yeah. ago, I got brought on to uh, shoot tomorrow. Yeah. So we don't, we don't start till noon. So that's nice. But like, that's it, it's, yeah. that's exactly right. Like you yeah. just completely don't know what's right. happening. I, I, the best strategy I can recommend is, um, is communication, 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 shared mm-hmm. calendars. Um, every time there's an, something that pops up in my calendar and, and everybody in my family sees it, they know, they know where, where and what I'm going to be doing. I don't know when exactly I'll be home, but rough parameters, we kind of do, we do it that way. Yeah. And, and, both, and luckily for me, my family is very supportive of that. Um, yeah. So, now and and on that uh, subject, are you able to now that you're generating income without meeting mm-hmm. people for years? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, um, are you able to offset some of the labor uh, because of your equipment and because of your yes. stage and because of some of these yeah. things, so that you can and, and what and to what end? Like, what's the point right. of generating passive income for you? Yeah. Um. So I guess there's there's a lot to to spew on that issue um essentially buying the gear definitely helps but i think like okay i'm gonna go i have another rental actually coming up i can just go send my van out for four weeks right now and i don't have to worry about anything i don't have to be on the job i don't have to do anything like that and that's amazing Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to not work i think i'd be really bored if i just sat at home i mean i have my kids so they they'll keep me entertained but um i'm constantly looking for things to keep me busy if it's doing this or whatever um but there is there is definitely hiring um uh, like stage managers for here or pe- people that I know that I trust that can come in and, and uh, like Brie, like you met on stage, totally. help me, help me out with that. Or um, a lot of the guys that I work for who are, are not working right now is like, they'll help and organize the gear and get everything ready to go. Um, and, and that's been great. Um, with having the gear, like starting really low and buying, buying and buying and buying, I've bought enough and I've made enough where I've been able to actually afford to buy a house, which was amazing. Cause it's super hard for a lot of people in Los Angeles. I mean, it's a condo, um, still a place to live, which is great. Um, and I bought that in September of 2019. Guess what happened six months later? <laughs> yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was a fun experience. I got really lucky that uh, my son's mom is a as a nurse, and so she was working throughout, obviously. And um, I was able to move in with her uh, and and rent out the condo to travel nurses, which has been uh, an amazing uh, experience so far. Because um, not only do they get a housing stipend, it's a three month contract that they could extend to six months. So you're not stuck with one tenant if if that's not working for you. Um, and they're usually not there a lot because they're working at the at the hospital. They're usually very clean and all that stuff. And there's uh, there's really great websites where you can post to um, for no fees to actually find those people and connect with them. So it's been yeah. that's been a, an amazing blessing. Um, yeah, and it's so I've been, I've been renting cash that flowing. Out. And it's like cash, it's, uh, 100% cash yeah. flowing. And, and, you know, trying to put more, more birds in that basket, um, and, uh, or eggs in that basket, 
eggs, birds. <laughs> birds in that basket. <laughs> but the, the birds have already popped out of the eggs, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, and, and the alliteration there is nice, you know, birds in the yeah. basket. Let's change it. I don't yeah, like eggs in the go. basket anymore. It's, right? it's now birds in the basket because it's hatched. like. And, and yeah, that's right. They've hatched. It's like they've come to fruition. I, I like that more. Let's, yeah. yeah. Birds Forget in the this. nest. Eggs in the we'll basket. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, no. Basket. Birds, basket. Yeah, I like okay. Chris. Alliteration. You're right. Yeah. Yep. We're not changing it. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're definitely keeping this part of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So you've got other uh, passive income. Um, yeah. But I, I also know because I've rented space from you and I've seen mm-hmm. your storage units. Yeah. You've got cameras, you've got tripods, you've got production equipment. Like mm-hmm. what is a gaffer doing with cameras, tripods, and vanities? Like yes. t- what what are you doing, man? Like what opportunities are you looking I'm, at and, I'm and already, how are you seizing them? I'm already there. Like I'm already on production, right? So mm-hmm. my theory, I, I look around and I see, okay, well, they're coming to me for this for lighting. Okay, well, I mean – a chair and a table and a director's chair and some, some makeup mirrors. Like that's not that expensive. In fact, a long time ago when I bought them, I think a, a folding chair was like $8. They've gone <laughs> up a little bit recently, but it rents for a dollar. Ah. Eight, eight days it's paid for. And then you're just making money on top of that. So it was one of those things where it's like, it, it was too easy. And I, it really is the connections. Like, Hey, I knew the producer, the producer's hiring me a lot of the times because they, they love me. The, the DPs love me. So it's our, it's already this this mesh, right? And it's like, hey, I can provide you gear. You don't have to go to this other rental house and pick it up. You don't have to hire another PA mm-hmm. and a truck and all that stuff. It's like, I'll just bring it. And then yeah. just pay me a little extra one, for it's it. It's one less COI for you guys. Yep. It's one less pickup. Hassle. It's one less less day you've got to hire a PA to drive Absolutely. around LA and do all these pickups. Yeah. And, that's, and that is entirely my thought process too. For right. a while, I was actually building a production van. Mm-hmm. But I was just gonna like build custom shelves and just like get the tables, trash cans, chairs, yeah. coolers, and, and that's why I bought those walkies from you actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I did ten shows with the walkies, completely paid them off, and then mm-hmm. I sold them when COVID hit. And I was like, eh, I think things are gonna slow down. It for was good, good, t- good timing. Yeah. It was good timing. Yeah, but um, and I think I sold them for either the same or more than I paid for them from you. There Not you that go. I should be telling you that at all, but uh, you. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm no, but, um, right. Yes. And I think that's, uh, I think that's exactly right. I, I always tell people to think out, you got to really think outside the box if you're going to survive yeah. in this town and the film industry starting right. out. And, right. and it's like, cause and that's, focus that's on what you thing. know. Focus on what yes. you know. Like it's already, it's there in front of you. you see that it's like, Hey, they're, do, they're using this already. Why don't I be the guy? Just put yourself in that shoes. Like I should be the guy giving them that stuff. And that's really how it is. I mean, there was uh, Zio or Zio or every, I think it's Zio is a um, uh, not transportation, but they do a lot of the trailers and all that stuff. Is mm-hmm. like it used to be that was just a a, um, a teamster who was working on uh, a show. It's like I could do this. I'll go buy the trailers, and then he he's giant now. I, I forget his yeah. name. Forgive me. Um, but that's, that's the right. thing is that you just go. I can do this. I'll put the money into it. I'll take the risk, and it pays off. Yeah. And that's that's really all investment is. It's just taking the risk, seeing yeah. where the where you can make a difference. That's right. And it's like it's looking for. Those, I've got a, my my cousin who's a school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's his wife takes care of. It's like a women's center, mm-hmm. and uh, so they they throw events and stuff. But they've got this tiny little like um, house on the property that they get to stay in for free, and that's like the compensation mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they're like trying to buy a house or trying to like get out yeah. of a situation, and they they come to me because they now got this podcast about career income. So what yeah. can what what can we do, Lars, to like, and I and I say, well. 
how many heaters does the women's center have? Like outdoor heaters, none. Mm. Said uh, every time an event happens, are they renting tables and chairs? Yes, it's coming in a truck. Mm. And I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. you're there on the property. Like, why aren't you buying this stuff? Go buy, go on Facebook Marketplace, yeah, buy a couple used, of space heaters for a hundred dollars, uh-huh. hundred twenty bucks, and then you yep. charge a twenty five dollar propane fee, and then you mm-hmm. rent them for fifty dollars an event. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, like you have to think outside. You're just like. Look at what you have available to you, yeah. and and take advantage of the opportunities. Absolutely. And, and so that's that's the, that's exactly what I've been doing in the film industry. Mm-hmm. What what has been the greatest return on an investment uh, for you? Those chairs. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> no, like you no. can't you can't beat that. But yeah, um, eight rentals. You're that's pretty eight insane. Rentals actually. in your business, yeah. and it's, and it's yeah. like and the, the beauty of it is like they need thirty five to fifty chairs and they need it every day. So like you're getting, you're getting like down. 50, fifty bucks a day on these chairs that are on paid chairs. for in eight days. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was beauty. I mean that was probably the, the easiest thing that comes to mind. I'm yeah. I'm sure there's some some light or something that yeah, sense, no. But. Is there is there like a light or even putting something on a on a truck or wheels did that like change the game for you? Because that's what changed the game for me with Genie. Like Genie yeah. or grip and electric stuff. Like lights were worthless to me unless yeah. I put them in a vehicle. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. Well, because every do you think about how many keynotes or how many sky panels? Like you were saying, like everybody has a sky panel now. Um, yeah. So it's it, the prices of those have gone down so much. It's just like. It, it's not really worth it or all some of the rental companies are, are sub renting it out to other vendors for so cheap. It's like, why yeah. would I bother locking up my cash into this, this asset? That's not going to, it could make money, but I could just make money off of their asset. Yeah. Still a little piece off the top. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, generators are a good thing, but generators have maintenance issues. There's, there's pluses mm-hmm. and minuses. You, you have costs involved. Um, and obviously vehicles are upfront costs. I don't know. I mean, yeah. um, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I I think there's a lot of things that I have been front runners. I mean, M18s were were great for a while. They sometimes they still they, are. They, they they're still they're still great. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to look around. Where's where's my gear? Let me look at that and go like, <laughs> oh yeah, that that thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, production. That's why there's so many production supply places. Like it's it's very easy to get. And it yeah, you can, doesn't cost you, a lot to maintain. Yeah, you can you can buy chairs anywhere. You can go to Costco yeah. and buy a bunch of chairs and tables, and it's like yeah, right. That's an easy thing. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, oh, I I remember that train. It sounds like you got a train passing right. Yeah, now. the train. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I've been that there. That night train. Um, why did you start? Why did you open a stage? And and like, uh, I mean, so you're a gaffer, man. Like, what are you doing? Right. What am I doing? A stage right now. Well, that's what my son's mom says. Why are you doing a stage now? Um, yeah. Well. Again, an opportunity. Uh, so I was gaffing for this company that did uh, live event promos. Uh, it was a company yeah. called Cinnovative. And um, they, were, they were doing really good. They have this – they're in this space, and they were using it as a green screen psych wall that they had, and I painted it white now. Um, but they're also using it as a post house. And COVID hit, and they just – obviously, live events were not happening, so they had nothing to advertise. Um and so they were like, okay, well, it's not really working out for us. We have our editors can work from home, which worked out great. We don't use the stage that often. So, I mean, it's not it's not pre-built, but like a lot of the stuff is already, a lot of the grid, the where the pipe is, was up there the already. Expensive which is part. Ex- very expensive to install, <laughs> time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, the wall is already built. I mean, it basically was uh, almost turnkey. So it was yeah. very, very close to being turnkey, and I just kind of, you know, it up a little bit. And yeah. so um, – and, and the overhead is not 
not as expensive as as uh, many other places. So it was one of those things like, okay, I'm crunching numbers. Like, this, how does this not make sense? How how do I not take this opportunity when it's presented to me? So it's just seeing, um, looking in dollars and saying, okay, it only takes a few rentals for this thing to pay off, and then everything else is is profit. And on top of that, being a gaffer, I have a place that I can light or shoot. Um, we've done live events here, we've done commercials, we've done a lot of things here. Um, and they rent stuff from me from my group and electric company. So it's like the f- uh, second job I had in here, um, rented, uh, the space rented gear and rented meat. Well, paid for my services as a gaffer. So that yeah. was a, a, a $5,000 rental for one day. Yeah. Just based on like being, having the stage, having the gear and having me. So it was just like, okay. Which is like a great deal for them. You know, it's, it's like, a great it's, not, deal like, for it's not like you're ripping them off and that's the cool no, part. Is it, it, like, exactly. It's, it was a, it was a fantastic yeah. deal and, and everything was pre-lit. So like one, it saves them time. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's the thing is, is trying to do make or have be, be the asset that produces you go, Oh, you're going to save me money. Like, yeah. like I'll spend a little more money on you because in the long term, compared to other things, you're saving me money. Yeah. So. I love it, man. I just yeah. did a job last week. Um, mm-hmm with a basketball player, famous basketball player, mm-hmm. uh, top NBA draft last year. And, uh, and um, <laughs> it was like that thing, right? Where they were like, yeah. um, they said, here's your day rate, which was mm-hmm. good. It was a great day rate. I was like, yeah. great. And they were like, mm-hmm. we're looking for a camera package. And I went, Oh, I have an Alexa mini left. And they went, Oh, perfect. Yeah. Here's our day rate for that. It was a great day mm-hmm. rate. Yeah. And, and then I said, I also have a three ton combo uh genie truck and they went great here's a day rate and it was good it was just like by the time i was it was like a one day deal and and like i've i've completely covered my overhead and then some you know and it's like yeah like and that's happening more and more for me where it's just like my labor is almost secondary i don't care yeah because if you bring everything i own on then i'm set man i'm happy as can be yeah but um exactly yeah. Um, then talk to me then about uh, what, what you're doing, how your business is structured. I know you're an S corporation uh, because yes, you're so on a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah into the nitty gritties, right? Yeah. So I just started. I just started a Facebook group. I had a page, and that was stupid because nobody could do anything with it. Um, so yeah. I, I have a Facebook group now called Creative Income. Yes. Um, yeah. And and it's all about you know what we talk about on this podcast. But it's a group. You can mm-hmm. join it. You can comment. You can do all sorts of things. And already yeah. I'm like stoked on the people that are jumping yeah, on the, and then the wealth of knowledge because like you you only know so much as you can only absorb so much from whatever sources you have but then you bring in 20 50 people who all have different experiences go no i did this because of this and like oh my gosh that's so much smarter why didn't i think of that um <laughs> so yeah to go back yeah. to answer your question um i was a sole prop like most people were before and then i've just did so much research and reading on tax advantages and and you know if you want to be wealthy you got to know how to work your taxes i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's essentially Mm it um take advantage of tax code um because the government will take it all if they they want to uh anyway the the (laughs) went from that to i messed up on this one form so if you're filing your paperwork make sure you do your forms right i filed out well i swear i did it right but they said i did it wrong um a certain form that was supposed to uh, elect me as an s corporation Instead, for some reason, I was a C corporation, and that was very damaging. Uh, I had yeah, a lot more taxes than that. Double taxation. It was mm-hmm. bad. So make yeah. sure you you have the right form. Um, S corporation is the S corporation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. essentially, what I what I did is I corrected that. Um, um, California, I'm an LLC. Um, 
but uh, which is not federal, a taxable entity, right? Which is so not I think a tax when it's passed through. Right. It's, That's right. Which means it comes to, um, it comes straight to all. Everything goes through me. It doesn't. Nothing is in business. Um, and then so uh, federally, they don't recognize uh, LLCs. They just like they just recognize me. So uh, through through the Fed, I'm an S corporation. Yeah, um, which is fantastic. It's so it's saved me a lot of money. Yeah, and we should probably take a moment to say that we are not CPAs or tax. We're not experts. CPAs. Don't take us. Yes, this please. is this is only for entertainment uh, purposes. Yes, and we we are not professionals. We are not professionals. <laughs> absolutely, don't take anything yeah. we say. As, and the only as, and the only reason I say this is because I hear yeah. another podcast, financial podcast, and yeah, because I believe anything will happen. But there it is. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So so uh, you've you've been able to save some money in taxes. You've got these, these yes. uh, uh, business things going on. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for, for um, your future? You don't, you don't want to be slinging yeah, lights question. the rest of your life. Um, oh, at not. some point I, I imagine that you would, you would enjoy some sort of form of retirement. Um, yes, absolutely. Talk to me about what you're doing for the future. So the nice thing about having my business um, is I can create my own 401k. So, so there's, there's a numerous retirement options. Obviously I've, I've been, I have a Roth IRA, that I've had for many, many, many years. I, I think I, st- I was lucky enough to start early. Um, mm. I can't remember what it is, but it's, it's it growing lucky. exponentially. Yeah. I'm, I'm super lucky. And, um, that some, somebody said you should do this. And so I've is been contributing to, to that. like index funds, like Vanguard 500. Or- um, I, I think it, well, it's American funds, which is not American funds anymore. It's like capital yeah. group or something like that. Gotcha. Um, and I've just kind of left it there. I just, okay, I, could, here's, I did a, the max you can do is I think 6,000 a year. Is that right? Yep. Um, and so I, at some point I maxed it. now, but yeah. It might've gone up. Um, I've, I maxed it for, for as long as I could. And then I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to take back. I need to go put money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've just had a set amount. It just comes out of my account. I don't worry about it. I never, I don't think about it. It's just there and now it's over there. Yeah. Um, so do that. And then I have, of course, the, the business has my 401k that I just set up that I also can take um, advantage of taxes because my business can write it off and I'm paying myself for the future, um, which is really great. And that um, I have to look into what the fund is that I have. Um, but again, it probably it's going to be index fund based. Just let it let it yep. grow. Let it do its thing. I don't want to manage anything because when you try and manage, it's like picking horses at a horse race. It's like... Yeah, like was, you could be, yeah. you could have insider knowledge, and it's you're still wrong. So, Absolutely. and I've been wrong a lot. So I'm gonna gonna take that one and let the let it do its thing. Um, <laughs> I also smart. have. Uh, I think we actually talked about this uh, way back in the day. Uh, we were comparing interest rates. Uh, Fundrise, which is yeah, um, we did talk yeah, about this. Yeah, um, Fundrise yeah. is a real estate, a digital e write, um, which yeah, um, basically they they fund. Um, complexes and buildings and stuff like that. So you, you put your money into it and they invest it for you in real estate, um, which I thought was great because I don't have to have the 20% down or any of that mumbo jumbo. I could just say, hey, I can put this much in, they invest in big structures and they pay back on the debt and I make some some coin off of that. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, and that, again, that's, how's, that's, how's that been for you? Because I actually just sold all my Fundrise. Um, did you? Did you yeah, reach the five-year month, mark? Month Is that two. why? Yeah, yeah, I did, and I was. It wasn't yeah. a five year. It was like a. It was less than that for me. But um, oh, okay, I just went. You know what, man? It's just like I was only making like five percent annually on the thing, and oh, I just wasn't like. Yeah, yeah and like my. Doing, you're missing. Yeah, out on I can like. That's right, and I like I actually I took it out and put it in this other thing that I'm I'm actually getting fifteen percent uh, 
annuals on. I so. thought after about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we can chat we can chat about it after the call. But um, it's no Ponzi yeah. scheme or anything. I can promise you. That's how all Ponzi schemes okay, start. By good. the way, is, is, is yeah, by right. someone promising yeah. it's not a Ponzi scheme. But yeah, uh, no, I actually did. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I'll invest it in C stands. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I actually I did a commercial for for some guys um uh-huh. in, back east and and they anyway. Like yeah. uh their their business basically acquires assets and they let me in on on one of their seeds and it's it's oh, been cool. doing great. excellent. So, excellent. Um anyway, I, so so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Uh but yeah. so so you've got this fundrise, you've got your four one K, you've got, got your Roth. Four one K, I got the Roth. Yeah. Of course, uh way back in the day I did the Bitcoin thing. <laughs> and I mean it's a tragic story. I I lost one of them to Mount Go, Mount Gox, whatever it is, where basically they, they were hacked and um so I lost that Bitcoin. And then I'm like, all right, well this is stupid. It's two thousand 13 i guess hmm. and then i'm like this is this bitcoin thing is dumb so i just changed it to dogecoin way back <laughs> in the day um and i forgot about it i was like i don't even know what i did with it i was like whatever it was i think bitcoin was 300 to 600 dollars at that time so okay. i forgot about it and then of course dogecoin recently spikes like goes up to what 70 cents i think recently i'm yeah. like oh my god I, got, I had dogecoin i had dogecoin where is it I ended up uh, whatever um, website I used to do it was also a f- fraudulent website, and the CEO <laughs> took all the money. And I'm like, oh god, this. I mean, I probably had I don't know. Uh, I want to say a million dollars, not a million dollars, a million uh, Doge or something. I don't know. I had something stupid. It was like, all right, well, there goes that. Yeah, um, bitcoins and the yeah. cryptos, huh? Yeah, we don't yeah. really talk about cryptocurrency much on the podcast. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been a crypto winner and I, there are lots of yeah. people that, that are and that play the game and play, know how to like play the long game and I'm proud of yeah. them and I'm happy yeah. for them. It is yeah. not my jam. It's, it's not <laughs> I like something C-stands, that I would, man. Yeah. It's physical. <laughs> I, like, I, I like being it. able to hold something and tighten the knuckle and it works and you're just like, oh, Absolutely. there's a thing that I can use and Absolutely. charge $3 a day on and yeah. blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And it pays for itself and it's not just going to be zero at the end of the day <laughs> and you can still, you can still resell it. Um, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I did, <laughs> I did go heavy on, on the, on the investment of altcoins and stuff like that. And I, I timed it poorly every time. So that yep. was, that, that's my, my loser, I guess. I missed out right. on a triple times because I, I took it out to put a down payment on the house. And then I got cold feet on this house because of certain issues. And then, so I pulled out of the house. And of course, as soon as I cashed out it goes three times and i'm like all right well i'm just gonna sit on this money that's um, right i've actually invested in another uh a we funder is another cool site i like hmm. um i don't know about basically it. we funder is um a uh investment pool of uh like new products it's kind of like a kickstarter but more advanced i guess actual uh products and so there's um uh this um, um not motorbike but uh a company that i invested in is called boaz bikes Uh-oh. that is uh, kind of like a bird scooters it's a scooter company um so i i, I invested in them and, and we'll see what happens with them they're 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 doing some good things mostly in the midwest like the smaller markets that was kind of their Very thing cool yeah great man yeah. Well, well, sweet man. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I, I do want one thing from you. Um, yeah. If you could give young creatives starting out one piece mm. of advice, and this is not film 
centric. This is yeah. creatives. What creatives. would it be? Young creatives. Um, well, I guess it's really about at this time. It's like, there's so many other people who are trying to get your job. Um, don't focus on that. Just do what you love doing. Do what makes you stand out. Cause if, if you're trying to copy everybody else, you're just going to end up like everybody else. And so you get lost in, in the algorithms, right? So people want to see different. They want to, they want to see unique faces. They want to hear unique voices. So, um, be yourself. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing you can do and, and then trust yourself, invest in yourself, um, take the risk. And that, that's really all you can, you can ask for is you, if you take the risk and you fail, you know, 99 out of a hundred times, hopefully you didn't spend too much money in the 99, but that one time could be the thing that launches you. I mean, yeah, you never know. Take, take risks yeah. while you're young so that you can, you can afford to mess up. I did a lot of, a lot of, I've lost a lot of money doing dumb things, but I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, I'm, I, I've had my successes and they just build off of each other. Totally. Well, thank yeah. you, Chris. Appreciate your yeah, time, thank man. Thank you. It was a pleasure. We'll let, you, we'll so let you go. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for sticking around. Really appreciate you. Go ahead and check out that Facebook group, Creative Income. Uh, follow us along on Instagram, Creative Income Podcast. I'm not doing a ton there, but maybe you could throw me some suggest- suggestions on things we can do to uh, you know get the conversations going. But regardless, I'm happy for you. I love you guys. Have a great week. Thanks.